0: at six feet tall, 215 pounds of bad bomb, felling from St. Louis Mo by way of the Ohio State University. And now Highlandwood, California, the CEO of the world's most dangerous website. It's the Headline Game. time. The beat still knocks. Let me tell you something. There's a couple of online social media cults. And that's that's what they are. I'm not talking about the Indianapolis cults. I'm talking about cults. What are you? C-U- L-T-S There are certain cults That you never ever, ever 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 Want on your back That you want at your neck That you want at your head Stephen A. Smith found that out I've heard Stephen A. Smith say Wild stuff For the last 20 years 20 years I've seen him get in trouble for some of the things that he said. I've seen him double down on a lot of things that he said. But I've never in my life seen a man backpedal as fast as he did when he got the Rihanna Navy, the Riri Navy on his head. My man was backpedaling like Deion Sanders in his prime. Looked like Night Train Lane. The way he was backpedaling and fumbling over his words. Now, did he say anything wrong? No. He did something that you just can't do in 2023. He gave his opinion. (laughs) See, here's the thing about giving your opinion. Is it's fine. And and Stephen Aven said it himself. That... He should know better because he has a spotlight on him. See, when you don't have a spotlight on you can say whatever you want to say, whenever you want to say it. Who cares? Nobody knows you. When you have a spotlight on you really got to think about what you're saying. And also, you got to think about the audience that you're speaking to. See, he's out, I believe, promoting his book, his memoirs or something. So he's going on these different shows, Good Morning America. And I think he was on Howard Stern. He's on all these different shows, and he, he went on the Sherry Shepherd show. You know, Sherry Shepherd, I believe, was on the, the Voice, not the Voice, the Real. The, what's the other one with Whoopi Goldberg? Whatever, whatever that show is, she's on one of those shows, the Real or whatever those shows are. R.I.P. to Barbara Walters, by the way. See, that's a totally different audience. So this is not the first take audience. This is not you talking about the Cowboys and Kyrie Irving and KD. This this is different. It's a different audience, and the, the Riri Navy is part of that audience. So they asked Stephen A. Was he looking forward to you know Rihanna you know coming back and doing the Super Bowl show? And he responded the way that you would respond if you were just talking to like. A bunch of people, like your friends or whatever, or Maybe a bunch of people in a bar, or like he was still on first take, he used his Stephen A. Smith voice and said, You know, I'm kind of excited, but she's no beyonce. <laughs> now did he have to say that no, but he's a he's an actor, he's a performer, he, he's looking for a good sound bite, so he thought he probably thought it was funny. I'm sure he thought it was funny. Ah, uh, you know, it get a little such. She ain't no Beyonce. That's like saying, you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers is not no Tom Brady. You know what I mean? It's just like he talking to it like barbershop talk, like first take talk. But you can't do that because the army, or excuse me, the navy, the navy got on his head. Quick, quick, had him in his little Sprinter van. Giving apologies. And then I guess somebody tweeted out the, the apology from his team. And they didn't tweet it out the way he wanted to tweet it out. So he threw them under the bus. I'm sorry, Rihanna. I'm sorry. You're amazing. You're beautiful. So I'm so, so sorry. Navy, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. My man couldn't handle the heat. This is the guy that says wild stuff every single day. That's his job n't handle the heat, could not handle the heat, so if you wonder like well who 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 can I talk about? Can we be honest am I gonna get canceled if I tell you who you, you can't talk about? probably well here's the people that you can't you can't talk about you you can't talk about Taylor Swift, okay uh obviously you can't talk about beyonce uh you can't talk about uh rihanna probably adele i did a couple of stories about adele adele got a little army out there when i said she was simping for rich paul yeah they they got on my head adele got a little army y'all be careful with that and let me say there's two other groups or three other groups That aren't celebrities that you can't talk about. I'm not going to say it on here. Because y'all not canceling me. I've already tried to cancel me like 17 times. I'm not going to say. I'm just going to say there's three other groups. There's three other groups. That you cannot talk about. If you talk about those three. You're going to have some problems. Financially and professionally. You could probably guess. The three that I'm talking about. I tell you right now, one of them is not black people. You can definitely talk about black people and not get in trouble. You see that every day. But there's there's three groups, uh, people that if you just give an opinion, just an opinion, you 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 you'll be in big trouble. Can't give opinions anymore. Yeah, you know, I, I, sometimes I watch like uh, I was talking about this the other day. Uh, you watch some of these older shows like sitcoms and stuff like that and you wonder how would they fit in in 2023 like I don't know what I was flipping through the channels I was trying to find something but whatever the case I ended up on The uh, the Office and uh, Michael uh, was talking to the, the, the episode was I didn't watch the whole thing but I just watched like from one part to the commercial Michael was talking to like an, another lady in the office, and he called her the fake Pam, the better looking Pam. And he was he was saying some things. I'm like, I don't know if Michael can get away with this in 2023. There's some stuff on Seinfeld. I do can get away with that in 2023? Some of your best shows probably couldn't get made right now. Maybe that's why such uh, TV is trash. You see what they did to. The Scooby Doo. Now I'm far from someone that is like I hate. I, first off, I hate the term woke. Some white people don't took from black people and made it something that is it isn't. So I'm not into you know woke Hollywood, anti woke Hollywood, Hollywood woke woke Hollywood, anti woke. Like I, you know, I don't really get into that. There are times I think that you forget or they forget that there's a reason it's called entertainment. Like you're here to be entertained. You don't necessarily want to be thinking too deep. I think that's why people initially like the uh the MCU movies. One too deep. Just give me some entertainment. Now I do think sometimes people take it a little too far. Like it's nothing wrong with a little inclusion. You know, you swapping out a race or something like that. They, to an extent, that's fine. It's just, but then they overdo it. Then they overdo it. So you, you take you take Scooby Doo, okay? Now, anybody that's over, I don't know what 35, thirty five, thirty, thirty five. You you grew up with some version of Scooby Doo. The original version, the thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo, a pup named Scooby Doo, the Scooby Doo you know movies. I, I believe Scooby Doo. It, it may have changed, but at some point, I know that it was more episodes of Scooby Doo than like any other TV show like ever made. I think like the Simpsons and maybe have, have overtaken that. But at a certain point, there was more episodes of Scooby Doo out there for you to consume as a child, a teenager, than than any show of all time. So it makes sense that you know maybe they want to you know reboot it for the modern times. I get that. I had no problem with that. I had no problem with that. I, I like uh, you know you switch it up a little bit. But then they just they take it too far. You know, Scooby-Doo is not something that's supposed to be thought-provoking. It's you know, teenagers running around chasing ghosts that end up being the person who it was when you first saw. It. It's not. It's not. It's not supposed to be complicated. It's supposed to be entertaining. You're just supposed to be entertained. It's a talking dog. It's a talking dog. His, his best friend gets high. You got the you know the, the the Ig model. You got the smart one, and you got the you know the the, the all-American. You know what I mean? Now, it wouldn't have bothered me if they just added a few little elements. But, you know, I don't even know what authenticity Velma is. Uh, Shaggy's black. There's no Scooby-Doo. I mean, that's kind of the whole point. They made Fred into MAGA. They made uh, Daphne into like a uh, Mean Girl. Like one of those, those, that politician, what Marjorie or whatever her name is. They made it like a Fox News, like shut up and dribble, mean girl. Fred is MAGA. He's like Donald Trump Jr. They made uh, Thelma a lesbian. Hey, it's just too far. It's a kid's show. It's kid kid's show. <laughs> and if you make it for adults that used to love the show, you know, you want to stick with the themes. Like, yeah, updated for the times. You know, maybe they can use like an iPhone to track some of these people. But what are are we doing here? What are we doing? It's Scooby-Doo. Is anything sacred anymore? If Scooby-Doo is not sacred, is anything sacred anymore? And you're probably wondering, why is Rob talking about Scooby-Doo? These are the things that interest me these days. Scooby Doo, I I I can't how can you how can you even have a show that that's based off Scooby Doo characters? I can't believe they made Fred Mag. I like Fred, it was a little thing around his neck, that with oxnard or whatever that is, I Cough, whatever that is thing is. If you watch any of the Scooby Doo's in the past, Fred is you know the one that comes up with the plan. He's the one that is seeking out the clues. You know, he's the leader of the group. Yeah, he's white. Okay. Just because he's white, you don't have to make him MAGA. It's it's all right. Every, like, listen, I understand. There's a lot of them, but not every white guy is MAGA. Not every good-looking girl is an idiot. It's dense and self-absorbed. Not everyone, not every character has to be lesbian. you don't have to make these radical changes could have just made a good scooby-Doo cartoon that that's all I'm saying. I got the inside scoop on Lamar Jackson. you know what's funny about Lamar Jackson. I've been watching football as long as I can remember. One of my first memories, I swear, in life was sitting on my grandmother's couch begging to stay up to watch uh, Dan Marino and the Dolphins play the, I believe they were the Oakland Raiders back then. Maybe. They might have been the Los Angeles Raiders back then on Monday night football. Begging my grandmother to let me stay I was maybe like six years old. Begging it's funny i've watched football for for that long a period of time until josh allen came along you would never see the stats combined like you would see it in college because a lot of college qbs especially in the 90s and 80s and 90s 70s you you would see the combined rushing and and passing and touchdown totals all of a sudden when Josh Allen came they started combining everything. And it's funny the one stat that was like hilarious to me okay was uh they were talking it may have been like uh they were talking about something about like combined like yards and uh and, and touchdowns like in the first 5 years of a career or something like that. And like Josh Allen has you know this much this many and second was Dan Marino and I looked up Dan Moreno was like rushing totals. It's like five yards and one touchdown in like five years. So now all of a sudden they putting it together. They didn't want to do it when Lamar was the MVP. Yeah, like some like fifty combined touchdowns or something like that, forty five or something like that. Now all of a sudden it's combined yardage. But I to, I've been telling people this for years. I I've, I've been telling people this for years. And now it's coming full circle and now I explain it a little more here shortly. But I told people for years, I said the 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 age of the drop back unathletic quarterback is coming to an end. And when I said that people just assumed that I was talking about black quarterbacks. But I was like, no 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 like everybody can't run like Michael Vick, but you don't have to but if you have been watching college, college for whatever reason, is kind of backwards or like always a little bit ahead of the pros as far as innovation. But when colleges start going to that read option, that spread offense, where now the quarterback was a good thrower, but he also could run. So he could run like they did in the 90s with Tommy Frazier, but he could, they could throw like they do in the 2000s. You combine that together, and now you got this whole crop of quarterbacks. But here's the thing: that trickles down to the high school level too. You ever seen um, Peyton and Eli's boy? Ah, uh, not boys. Their 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 uh, uh, what is it, nephew, Arch. He be running. That boy can run. Now Eli, Peyton couldn't run, but their daddy could. Their brother could. Their brother was a wide receiver. And Arch out there running he's white your, your, your stand up quarterbacks statues in the pocket that time is over when, when, you know, Matt Ryan is probably going to retire he was one of the last ones you, you really got like Brady and that's it really and Brady's an anomaly and even then that's becoming a liability you can't get out the pocket so you think about right now Right now, you think about the quarterbacks that are left in the playoffs. Just think about it. Got Patrick Mahomes. Obviously someone that is is mobile when he needs to be. Doesn't mean you're just out here running crazy. It just means when you need to be. You can can use your legs in the pocket and out of the pocket. You got Josh Allen. Enough said. You got Joe Burrow. People don't forget, Joe Burrow ran a, a good amount when he was at LSU. And not at his knee's feeling better, you can, he can move around that pocket when he needs to. It's not just a, a sitting duck back there. You got Vanilla Vick. Right? Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. Who, who, at this point, his legs are probably more dangerous than his arm. You got Dak Prescott, who, who doesn't run as much since his ankle got turned inside out, but can move when he has to. Not a sitting duck back there. You got Brock Birdie. Purdy. Brock Purdy's always, you know, he's, he, like I said, he won't be confused with Michael Vick or Colin Kaepernick, but he can move a bit. You got Jalen Hurts, right? Jalen Hurts, obviously a running threat, a passing threat. This is the new age of quarterback. Now, because Josh Allen is in it, they're gonna act like, you know, black quarterbacks didn't pave the way for this. But that's the truth of the matter. These are the quarterbacks. Did I leave anybody out? Uh, Buffalo. Uh oh, Jacksonville. Yeah, you sunshine. Trevor Lawrence. 6'6 can run. I seen Trevor Lawrence. We whooped them, Ohio State, that is, in one semifinal game, but in another one. We were winning. We 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 were up. Trevor Lawrence brought Clemson back, not not with his arm. He was he was terrible passing that game with his legs. I see him outrun three four or five star recruits in our secondary. Sunshine can run. This is the new age. So, when you see people say Lamar Jackson can't pass. Lamar Jackson has a season with 36 passing touchdowns. You know who doesn't have a season ever with 36 passing touchdowns? Kirk Cousins. Joe Burrow. So, don't say Lamar can't pass. And that was with limited attempts. Before he got hurt, the last two years, he was on schedule For about 30 passing TDs in each season. Man can pass. Ironically he was hurt in the pocket. I don't think he's going to get. 230 million guaranteed. Because. I've been told that the NFL owners. Are really upset at the Browns. For doing that for Deshaun Watson. And that's just not going to happen. Because. Owners like to have leverage. And they start giving out these. Crazy guaranteed contracts. That, that that dam is going to break and he can never close it back up. can never close it back up. But I think he'll get close to 200. I think he's going to stay in Baltimore. I think they're going to work it out. I think they'll get an offensive coordinator that is going to be creative, let him air it out a little bit, get them a receiver or two that can help him out. Don't underestimate, like, Hollywood Brown wasn't, you know, Jerry Rice, but he was quite better than anything that they had, and it showed. So I think it's two hundred million guaranteed in some shape, form, or fashion. There may be some injury guarantees. There may be some bonuses and all of this other stuff. Because you can never trust the NFL contract until you really dig into it. But I think he's going to stay with Baltimore. And it's gonna be tough on the AFC. It's a lot of good quarterbacks, a lot of good teams out there. Mahomes already has one. So he's probably good because normally you get you your one. They can never say that you didn't have any. It's like Aaron Rodgers, been around for like 90 years. He got one. Okay. Drew Brees been around was around 900 years. He got one. You gotta get at least one. If you're Josh Allen, if you're Lamar Jackson, if you're Justin Herbert. If you're Trevor Lawrence, if you're these young guys, yo, know, Jalen Hurts, Danny Dives, Dak Prescott, you got to get one. Then you're set. You're set if you can get one. My guy, TJ Holmes, was getting in at uh, Good Morning America. I think this is what the third lady. This lady's chocolate milk. So off, off the milk, yeah. I wonder, did he have an open marriage or was he just a cheater? Oh, he's just a cheater. It seems like all of this was consensual. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, exactly why his job is in in jeopardy. I understand it's a scandal. So they don't have to pay him one way or the other to go away. Because you just can't fire somebody if, I guess, the relationships are consensual and they don't have any type of specific rule against it like nobody's ever went to hr and said hey he did x y and z to me like nobody reported anything and nobody said he did anything wrong and everybody was like yeah i mean i was down with it then why is why is the brother's job at risk nobody's saying that he's a good husband and and he's probably gonna cheat the on uh the, the white girl amy roback I mean, I don't know how she thinks that he won't cheat on her. If he's cheating on his wife with you, and, he, and you knew he was cheating multiple times with other people, what makes you think you're different? I mean, he may be cool for now, but eventually you just end up in the same situation as the wife or the other mistress. But should the brother lose his job? I don't know. I don't think so. Like I said, is there any was there anything that was, you know, not above board? Everybody says he's down with it. Obviously, Amy was down with it. Uh, is there something that you know that ABC where they say you can't have a relationship, force anybody to do something that they didn't want to do? Doesn't sound like it. I know they're investigating. I don't know if you can. This was like off hours too, at the bar. Can you really regulate what a brother does at the bar? If, if he likes milk, chocolate milk, caramel milk, vanilla lattes, can you can he really, you know, in the end, can he really, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't think you can really do much. You got to pay him. If you want him gone, you got to pay him. My question is, he's going to get paid, but can he get another job? See, brothers, to that state, that Amy Robot can get another job easy. She's a white woman. It's harder for brothers; they don't like to give us multiple chances you know we're we're like college, we're like one and done guys. They don't like to give us multiple chances. It's not fair, but you see you know you see white guys and white women getting multiple chances after all type of crazy stuff. We don't really get it like that. We're really not allowed to make mistakes. It's one of the tough things about being a black person in anything. Your margin of error is so small. So small. And then you have to deal with the situation where the black people themselves, they won't help you. They don't help you because you know they're fighting for their own situation or they don't help you because they look at you as you're out the way and now they can take over. So you got like a double whammy. See, white people mess up. Other white people come and help them, pick them up. Don't worry, Bill. We find a spot for you. Black people fall down. Other black people just step on them. Step on them like they're homeless. It's a sad situation in our society, but it's true. You know it's true. You know it's true. So I mean, I hope the brother, you know, as long as he doesn't do anything illegal, I hope he gets paid, and I hope he gets another, you know, job. Because, you know, like I said, being a bad husband shouldn't cost you your career. Uh, Dr. Umar uh, put an interesting letter on social media. It was a letter from Brett Favre lawyers um, telling him not to destroy any content, videos, tweets, Instagram posts, YouTubes, uh, of him speaking uh, about Brett Favre uh, robbing the poor people of Minnesota, uh excuse me, of Mississippi, uh, to get his daughter a new volleyball court in his alma mater. Uh, oh, not a oh, Mississippi State, I believe. I think it was Mississippi State. Could be a different one. I don't know. Some college in Mississippi. I find that interesting because you would think that Brett Favre lawyers would have some something better to do to go after Dr. Umar I don't think that's the right I don't know who's advising all, I don't think that's the right move it's mainly because you don't really have a case if the case is defamation um, you would have to prove that what he's saying is untrue and has a lot of text messages and emails that clearly state there's lawsuits and clearly state that's what people believe he did. So yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen. But even more, he just yeah, I mean it's Dr. Umar. He's gonna use everything for attention. So now he just has more stuff to talk about. Now is gonna talk about you more, keep you in the keep you in the loop. Keep you in the news. And I know a lot of people like we don't talk about Brett Favre enough. They talk about Kyrie. They talk about this and that. And that. That's probably true. That's probably true. But once again, he's white, so I don't know. What, I don't know what you actually expect. I don't know what you expect. Now, I have to be honest with you. I, you know, I don't know what you expect. I mean, it's Brett Favre. He's been getting away with stuff for years. All these guys get away with stuff for years, for years, they get away with stuff. That's just that's just the the kind of the way it is. Just just being honest with you. Just being real honest with you. people ask me all the time, what do you think of Dr. Umar? you know. It's a fair question. I kinda answer the same way that that when people would ask me about Kevin Samuels and things of that nature. First off, I really don't like that people celebrate it somebody dying. Like, unless you're, like, a terrorist or something. You know, maybe you murdered, like, six kids or something like that. I, you know, I don't think you should ever get, like, joy out of someone's death. Like, I don't know if I necessarily believe in karma, per se, but, because the reason I don't necessarily believe in karma, because bad people, a lot of times, come out on top. But... I I think I have to draw the line on celebrating someone's death that you didn't like on on social media because he said some stuff on YouTube. Eh, That's a little much. That's a little much. I can understand being indifferent about it. Or, you know, you don't like somebody, so, you know, they pass away and you're like, huh. I'm just saying, when you actively are celebrating it, throwing parties and dancing and stuff like that. That's a little weird to me, but just going back to Doctor Umar and people like him, it's you know that's you know life is as I've said many times. It's not black and white. It's a lot of gray area. You can, well, in twenty twenty three, you can, but you're supposed to be able to agree with some things and disagree with other things. (laughs) Agree with some things and disagree with other things. That should be okay. Should be okay to say, you know, Rihanna's not Beyonce, or to say Beyonce's not Rihanna. Should be okay to say that, you know. It should be okay to say, you know, I agree with Doctor Umar when he talks about X, Y, and Z. I disagree when he talks about this. It should be okay, but alas, that's that's really not how it goes. That's not that's not how it goes. You know, you you can't really say anything these days. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's it's a it's a weird thing. Like it's it's uh it's a cesspool, I guess is the best way to explain it. But you you really can't say what you really think. There was a time on social media where it was okay. You can say some stuff, people would disagree with you, you argue about it, but then everybody kinda went about their day. And there wasn't much else to it. You know, you blocked the person, you didn't like the person, but that was it. But now it's a little different. You know, now you you could you can say, you know, I don't like peanut butter and people be trying to find out where you work and get you fired. It's really sad. It's very sad to be honest with you. You know, like I said, I like Stephen A, I don't I don't agree with stuff that Stephen A says. A lot of it. Some of it, maybe half, I don't know. But some of the stuff I do agree with. Uh I don't know like I don't think you should even there was no reason to add Beyonce (laughs) to your thoughts about Rihanna doing the halftime show. But also I wasn't like up at arms about it. I didn't, I didn't was losing any sleep about. I'm everybody's Arr! everybody's so angry. Everybody's so angry, like the Hulk. Why is everybody so angry? I feel like that's what everybody's just, especially online. I feel like it's just like, everybody's just real angry, really just mad. Just, I what, what was it when I saw? I saw and it's sad because sometimes I got I got to turn off, not turn off, but you know, just step away from the app. It was something about, oh, I remember. It was uh, Angela Bassett. I think she got uh, nominated for a Golden Globe. I know they pushing her for an Oscar or something for, for uh, her portrayal of Black Panther. She was really good. She was good at that. And uh, I think it was Halle Berry. <laughs> Halle Berry was like, you know, great job, Queen. You're an inspiration to, to all of us and blah, you know, just, you know normal nice congratulations between two black women some guy came out of nowhere and he was like yes and I like Halle Berry you had to do this with a white man and act like a crackhead to get her thing about it. then it was a class was like, god no like why are you so angry why is, that, why is that even necessary why are we so angry is it because you're broke I mean, what what is it? Why are people so upset all the time? Why are people so mad? Why everybody snap? I, I what I said. I said something yesterday. I was like, uh, I was just I was just talking to a guy, and I was like, you know, you know, the Bucs Bucks offense was really never the same. You know, when that, since Antonio Brown left to be a rapper. I know your brain. I know what you're trying to do. Something ought to be messy. Hey, brother. Just just making an observation. <laughs> I know who you are. I know what you're trying to do. i trying to be messy. Calm down, brother. It's not not that serious. Why are we so angry? Why are we so mad? Listen. I know it's been snowing and raining and all type of stuff, but... Try to be happy this weekend. I think it's going to be sunny, maybe, in some parts of the country. Just be happy. Watch your your football games. Hopefully your coach, whichever team you're rooting for, won't pull a Brandon Staley. Just be happy. Have some wine or beer. if you Spend some time with your family. Go walk your dog. Go watch The Last of Us, BMF. I heard the menu. I heard that movie's good. I'm going to try to watch that. Put your pajamas on. Put your feet up. Just have a relaxing week. Put the phone down. Turn off the laptop. Just put on some ocean sounds. Just enjoy yourself. Just be happy. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I appreciate you listening. Be sure to subscribe to Headlines with Baba Littau on all of your podcasting networks. Check out the site blacksportsonline.com for all the topics that we talked about today. You can follow me on Twitter at BSO, Instagram and YouTube BSO TV. You can check me out on TikTok Robert Latell, BSO and be sure to like our Facebook page Black Sports Online and for all of you that's been rocking with me for almost 20 years now with Dollar Nurse for life